El último vagón, Spanish for the last wagon, it's a gay cultural phenomenon of Mexico City, where gay men cruise aboard the last train car looking for love and a little mischief. Join La Ciguamonta on his sexcapades and 690 gangs on El Último Vagón. It's your boy, La Ciguamonta here. Welcome to the seventh installment of Write It Good, Adventures from Mexico City's Ultimo Wagon. For this episode, I don't have a guest. I wanted to have one because I think it's more interesting and entertaining when I do. And I was gonna have my boy Said, but he chickened out last minute. So, bitch, if you listen to this, use a hoe. <laughs> Anyway, so last episode, I was talking with Otto, and I was left thinking about if cruising has been disappearing not only in Mexico City, but also in other parts of the world, because he was talking about the German uh, cruising scene. So this episode, I want to ramble a bit about globalization and its implications on gay erotism. Now, you know, I study international relations, so it's kind of like a given that I would talk about something like that, but I don't want it to be like a boring episode of me trying to discuss intellectual things. So before I brag about my my knowledge on the topic, <laughs> I want to brag to you about the busy day I had I had using El Ultimo Wagon yesterday because I think it's like a good story that allows me to step in to the more um, like theoretical part of it. So yesterday night, Sunday night, I went to El Ultimo Wagon after a friend's birthday because I, it was like 8 p.m. and I, want, I, I didn't want to come home and call it a night. I wanted to have fun still. So I went to El Ultimo Wagon and I went to the B line, which is the, the, the half gray, half green line, we, in which if you recall, my friend Grayson Sky, uh, she told a story about a guy, the Holy Grail story thing, you remember? So a guy fucking here in that line and it was so good. And I was like, I have to try this line, especially because I live close to the, one of the stations on that line. Like, I should go to there. But I've, I've never used that line. Like, I've used that line, but not, I don't use it that much because, like, I, 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 I rarely move about around that part of the city because this line goes through a part of the city with uh, more marginal suburbs. So... I decided to go there and I had I had a good time. I uh, I jerked off two guys and then I was on Grinder and I met this guy and we he was like, "Hey, what you doing?" I was like, "I am on I'm metreando." And he's like, "I'm metreando too. You want to do something?" And then we changed po uh, we changed nudes and everything and I was like into him and he was into me. So, um I asked him if he wanted to come to my place and he said, "Yeah." And uh, we agreed to meet on a on a station on a certain station via the Aragon, on the on this B line, and um, and I was like I don't know like seven or eight stations away. So I was like, my purpose of this night was to get it on at Ultimo Aragon. So I'm gonna try to go ahead and do that on my way to meet this guy, right? So on my way to meet this guy, I meet a second guy. Uh, who was wearing like black sweatpants and I walked into this like I walked into the train at first and I saw this girl and I was like oh my god it's not gonna happen here and I stepped out of that train and I waited for the next train so this second train was the one uh, in which there was the second guy who had the black uh, sweatpants 
and uh you know a small tip like if you walk if you walk into the last wagon and you see someone with sweatpants you know they entrones you know they entrones and you know you you're most likely to get it on with them if you want because sweatpants are so practical practical you guys like not only can you like I'm a, I'm a fan of bulge watching. Like I love watching bulges. It's one of my things. You know how straight people have like bear watching and whatnot. Like I have bulge watching. <laughs> That's my drill. So um, and you know sweatpants are very nice for bulge watching. So he's wearing sweatpants and he started like grabbing his bulge in front of me and we and like like I'm in Throna too. So I walked I walked next to him and we started getting it on and then we made out and I was sucking him off and he was I was jerking him off and it was great. And then we we we. We got to the state. We got to this closer to the station where the first guy who I was supposed to meet there and who I who I who I had talked to before on Grinder. Like we we were getting closer to the station, and I and I told the second guy, "Hey, I'm about to meet this guy I met on Grinder. Do you wanna you know come along and have a threesome? We're going to my place." And he's like, "Yeah, why not?" And then we got down at that station, and then we met this third guy, and I told him the same thing. Like I just met this guy in Ultimogon, and uh, do you wanna do you wanna come along and get and have a threesome? And he's like, sure, why not? And I love, and I love that they that they were like so laid back and so enthroned and so chilled back, cause not mo- like not many people are like that. So I, I, it's it's great when you get to meet other people like that. And and then we came to my house, but we were like I don't know like all the seven stations away from my house. So on my way here. We got it on Ultimogon, and we, the three of us we were making out, and we were, like, jerking each other out, and then I stacked the both of them, and it was great, and, like, we were, like, three stations away of my place when um, two guys walked in, and two thug-looking guys, and, um, and um, they were, like, they walked into the Ultimogon, and they were, like, uh, wallet, phone, uh, whatever you got with you, you gotta give, you gotta hand it to us, and we were like, we shot our pants, like we, 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 we were like, we were scared because we were sure we were getting robbed, and then they were like, they were bluffing us, so they's like, we're not like they weren't really robbing us, and then they, they, then they just said like, never mind, just give us whatever spare change you have, no, so they were just, just they're just trying to scare us away for, they just wanted to scare us in order to get. Asked to give them money, so then we gave us some spare change, and <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. So and then we got home, and then we we got off at the station that's close to my house, and then walking on our way here. So I I, I was making a conversation with them because you know I'm like pretty social and try to make you know people comfortable because you know it's at the end of the day like you're walking into a stranger's house, so I try to you know. Um, talk to them and try to make them feel comfortable so it doesn't feel weird because it's like a weird situation to end up at a stranger's house in a way, you know. Um, so I was asking them like, how's the cruising thing in the B line because I I rarely use that line and I've noticed like I I did not have high expectations because the times I've I've gone out to Lutimogon after nine p.m. it rarely happens something which is sad because back in the day like. After 9 p.m., Ultimo Wagon, whatever line it is, you will get some action, like real good action, sometimes even orgies. And now it's nothing. So it's like, how is it? How is the beeline? Because I, I really go there. And then they tell me, no, it's cool. It's cool. Like, it's fine. Like, it's, it's good. It's good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's the most intense thing you've ever you've ever done, Ultimo Wagon? And, and they both said, like, this right now is the most crazy thing like, I've ever done, like, meeting another guy and going to a third guy's house for a threesome. And I was like, ah, okay, I feel flattered. I feel flattered because 
you know, if you if you are if you are to have one of the intensest, one of the, one of the craziest experiences on the Dumbo Lawn, like why wouldn't it be with me? <laughs> so we went to my we came to my house and they came in the right time. They came at a right time in my life because I don't want to brag or anything. But you know, modesty is one of my greatest virtues. So, <laughs> so I am gonna brag. So on Thursday, I got an orgy. I ha- I ha- I held an orgy in my house, and there was five of us. So two tops and two verses and me. So I was like, I'm the only bottom in this house. So I'm about I'm about to have some fun. And it's not that it was bad. It just it kind of fell short. On Thursday, the orgy. Because even though I was the only bottom, like I was in the center of attention for some reason. <laughs> for some reason that is out of my understanding completely, obviously. <laughs> the tube tops were getting it on. Like it wasn't cool. We all have fun. I even had like a a friend of mine that came along that day. Said, by the way. This bitch, Said, bitch is a hoe. <laughs> So I recorded me. Uh, we were gonna, we were going to record the, the, this episode back then, but he chickened out as I said. Um, and uh, so it was fun, but it kind of fell short. But back to the main, back to the main story here. So yesterday Sunday, these two guys came to my house, and we, they, as I said, like they came in the right time to my life because they kind of made up for the orgy situation that happened on Thursday because they were both tops and we had a blast and I felt very much pleased because I was the only bottom. So it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. But I want to start this episode. I want to start this, um, this, this episode with this story, not only because it happened just yesterday and it's just a great story and I have fun, but also because it made me realize about, about something that I think is very telling about the world we live in. And what I think it is, is that this line which I rarely use the B line. It, it goes through some of the some some of the parts of the city that are more marginal, like some of the suburbs that are more marginal. And casually, it happens to be one of the lines in which you will get more action even after 9 p.m. And by action, I mean cruising wise or getting rough type of thing. So um, so and I and I and I just think about it because. To my way of seeing things, I think there are more intensities in the margins of civilization than in its core, where everything and everyone is also formatted and homogenized. Like, I don't want to get all Chido about it. So, wagon jargon term, Chido. So, Chido is um, it's like a leftist. It's a person with a leftist point of views and whatnot. And I don't want to go try to in it, but I just want to make a recognition about the world we live in. And we live in, we are living in an era of mass production and mass consumption. So the masses, in order to fall in line with this cycle, must be homogenized and um, like disciplined and flattened out, right? In order to conform with this like cycle, right? And I'm, I'm saying like I don't I don't want to sound old child, but I I believe there's more space for escaping this phenomenon as you move further from such from like a this ideal type of worker consumer um citizen um what what, what I'm trying to vaguely say is that there's like a spectrum of intensities that precipitate as one gets further from this ideal worker consumer for the capitalistic system, which is like a legal citizen, straight, married, has kids in like a white fenced house with golden retriever or like a she vibe day and so basic or whatever. And uh, like, for example, I think there's more chance for you to get more cruising action if you are straight than if you're gay, right? And I think there's more 
chance for you to get some clues in action if you are gay on the popular class than if you are gay and have a car, right? And what what I'm trying to say here is this line, like this B line, you get more action on it. And I think it is because it is it goes through some of the most marginal parts of the city. And um I I I want to talk to this I want to talk about this because uh, as I was talking with Otto on the previous episode we were saying we were talking about like gringo entitlement right so I kind of want to make this a bit of a warning on a side but on another side I also want to make this a personal thing because as 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 you might recall, I said on the first episode, I have a social commitment to the last wagon, to the último wagon, but I also have a, a, a philosophical affinity to it, and I want to let people know that this podcast is not just about me being a hoe on the último wagon and sharing and sharing my sexual threesomes or orgies or whatever. But it's also I want to let one of people know, like I'm 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 on a conscient effort to try to further myself from this ideal type of worker consumer citizen uh type of individual which here like here in mexico uh you will see which which this type of citizen kind of like um aligns itself with the gente bien concept so he this is another wagon dragon term um so gente bien is be it, it will be like um like sometimes you see on Grinder profiles that have the initials GB under the description or the username, and what it means is it stands for gente bien, uh, and the exact translation for it is people of good, but the connotation that it has that it has is usually like a, it's, it's like a subtle way of describing people that are not poor, that are not femme, that are not racialized, and that are usually into vinea sex. So no bareback, no drugs, nor any not any extreme kinks or whatever. So that's like the that's like the idea of gente bien. And and as I say, like I think it aligns itself to the moral of this worker consumer individual and that allows for the capitalistic system to keep the cycle of production and consumption going and which is the cycle of progress at the same time and the cycle of civilization and the cycle that is gonna you know that is having the world ruined i mean the ecological crisis is like um Impendent is that a word? Like, does, yeah, it's it's just like right around the corner. That's what I'm trying to say, and um, I'm I'm trying to back away from it, not from a moral leftist chido perspective or of fuck the capitalistic system. No, not not from that moral uh, standpoint standpoint of view, but from a from a intuition that there's more significant ways of living. Uh, kind of like in the margins of this th- of this stuff and as i said like you ha- you have more chances of having cruising encounters and meeting you know these people that are in thrones and that you might get like a threesome with if you are gay and if you are gay from the working class or the popular class and if you use the metro and if you are kind of like not gente bien like i'm not gente bien and maybe something that helps me illustrate this is 
I have a tattoo. I have like a philosophical fixation with the figure of a flying cockroach. You know, so everyone hates cockroaches. Cockroaches are fucking disgusting. I'm I'm afraid of them. Like uh uh-uh. uh, and it's just disgusting. And whoever like. I've never met someone who does not, would not want to kill a cockroach if they are in your house. But when they fly, like, you, you're like, you want to kill them, but when they fly, like, you're not, like, brave enough. No one's brave enough to, inco- to face a flying cockroach. And um, that's kind of the, 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 my, my philosophical fixation to it is that it represents, um, you know, someone who's, like, something that's in the margins, something that's, like, inhabits the ruins and something that you know walks that that is justly uh you know the 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 opposite of this worker consumer citizen of the law abiding citizen and um i'm trying to further myself from it not because it's gonna be the end of the world well in a part yes and i'm trying i'm trying to further myself away from this model of ideal citizen you know, probably because I know it is complicit with this cycle that I'm talking about. But on another side, because I know there's more meaningful encounters and more intense ways of living. And what, what I mean by intense ways of living is that you might, you know, expose yourself and put yourself out there in order to, you know, meet another people to get threesomes with. Or you can, like, explore the public transport or inhabit whatever place it be. Um with a certain, you know, change of perspective on things in a way. Like, as I as I wrote on my on the description for this podcast, like, hatred and bitterness towards the public transport may blossom into, you know, nothingness and the, the willingness to explore the area and, 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 and having cruising be the, like, the excuse for it. So, um, um, and, and, and this, 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 in, comes with some risks. Like, you can get robbed at Ultimo Wagon, you know? Uh, you can get, like, pickpocketed also. And, and and I think it is, like, a there's there's so much fear around these risks. And, and, and I think fear plays a huge part in uh, zombifying us and in formatting us. And in the flattening out, and in the flattening out of the of the masses into turning them the most close they can be to this ideal citizen worker consumer um, type of individual. And I was thinking about um, the HIV crisis in the seventies and eighties, in which I think one can trace back the origins of assimilation and uh, pinkwashing and normalization of, of gay autism. Like, I think one can trace back, you know, what has gay marriage, the, the gay marriage thing uh, to the 80s, where, where I think people started, like, I'm not that well acquainted with the topic. Like, I'm not a gringo. I'm sure some of my gringo listeners would know more about this. But I think after the, gring- after the AIDS epidemic crisis broke out, most people, most like gay people were afraid to, you know, hook up with strangers or like, um, you know, they, they were like kind of like this, this fear compelled them to get into more heteronormative uh, ways of um, interacting with other, with other gay guys, say, like get into a monogamous relationship, for example. And uh, so I think there's like more intense ways of living in the margins and there's more 
there's other intensities in, in other type of encounters in other ways of living that are more meaningful and, and, and yet they are more meaningful because they compel certain risks you know does that make sense like they are more meaningful because you, you know you are like putting yourself out there in a way like not not not, not I'm, I, I do not mean to say putting yourself out there in a way of like exposing yourself visually but like putting yourself out there to whatever might come your way and whatever might happen which can be good or can be bad you're not in the safety of your own home but who want to be in the safety of your own home where nothing happens you know so I, I, maybe i'm just i've gotten to the point where i'm just rambling but i wanted to you know as i said have this you know as maybe a warning for listeners that feel gringo entitled to come here to you know kind of like uh compensate that entitlement with with this type of conversation in a way and on another hand i want to like talk i wanted to talk about this to 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 as i said let let listeners know that um this is a conscious effort of me trying to move move from that type of individual model and um i think you will get the most out of, out of el ultimo wagon if you kind of have that mindset you know Uh, if you're gente bien, you are not gonna have that fun. You're not gonna have fun at Ultimo Wagon, I think. Uh, and if you're gente bien, you, the, the last wagon is not the place for you to be. And I'm not the right person for you to hang with either. <laughs> so it's kind of like a warning, but it's also an invite for, you know, try to step away from this type of, um, of, um, ideal type of worker, consumer citizen that I've already, you know, talked about so but anyway I'm, i'm I'm just gonna wrap this up because i'm rambling now so this was all for today's episode thank you for listening remember to share with your friends and if you're planning to come to mexico don't hesitate to message me on insta at la Monta so we can plan a good ride on ultimo Wagon. and stay tuned because i have no idea what i'm gonna do for next episode but i'll do my best to keep it interesting for y'all so that's it stay in trones and bye thing I've ever heard.